Good afternoon. Welcome to the Cone Zone. That's Lowell Cone. I'm Grant Cone, and this is the Zone of the Cones. <laughs> Title of the show is What Should the Night What what the 49ers should slash will do at quarterback this year. Usually that's two different things. My dad and I are going to break it down. And I think the key question when you start this discussion is what kind of quarterback do the 49ers actually need, Dad? Well, here's how I would phrase it. There's been a lot of chatter about quarterbacks lately, as there should be. Chatter. Um, there's been that chatter. But – the, everybody's saying, should they get this one, you get that one, you know, and, and, <laughs> and that's what it sounds name. like when they say it. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the, the deeper question is, what do they need the quarterback for? Right. That's the, the, the underlying question. And there are two, two answers, I believe. One is they're going to have a starter in either Brock Purdy or Trey Lance, and they need somebody to come in maybe for a half, maybe for one game or so. And th- that's all they need is a third-string quarterback. And we right. can go through those possibilities in a moment. Or they actually need someone who can play because no one knows about Trey Lance, how good he is. No one knows, including Kyle Shanahan. And the other kid is going to have surgery, Brock Purdy, on Friday. And we st- he's still an unknown, even if it's the most mild, quote-unquote, surgery. And it doesn't sound very mild. No one knows really how long it'll take to rehab and what he will be like when he comes back. So both he and Trey Lance are fairly unknown qualities. And if you look at it like that, they may need a a player, quarterback, who can start six, seven, eight games. So the question you have to ask, first of all, they're going to get a a third quarterback. What for? And uh, do you understand what I'm saying and do you agree with Absolutely. I mean, we don't know how the Niners really feel about their quarterbacks. They haven't really been upfront about it. It's possible. They say they have two starting quarterbacks. You don't know if they really feel that way. I mean, they could be, maybe they do, and they're in the, in the market for a third string quarterback. Those are easy to find. You can get third string quarterbacks, but maybe they, they're, they don't believe in Trey at all anymore. Maybe they are looking for a second string quarterback to back up Brock. Maybe they're looking for a first string quarterback. Maybe they're looking to trade Trey. We have no idea how they feel about Trey Lance. All of a sudden, they don't really talk about him that much anymore. So I, I guess we'll find out. And the thing is, we won't even find out when they have the surgery on Friday for Brock. Like, this is something they'll find out when Brock gets on the field, what kind of quarterback they needed. Right. So, again, I'm going to say, through their own fault, they continue to be in a pickle at quarterback. They have unanswered questions that they cannot answer right away. And the key question is, okay, you want a third quarterback. What do you need him for? I mean, if they feel that Brock Purdy is going to come out of of the shoot right away, then you you can get a lesser quarterback. But if they feel, boy, Brock Purdy may not be ready until October or November, and the other kid we don't know anything about, we may have to get someone like Jimmy who saved our ass last season. And again, yeah, or, or better than Jimmy. That's or better, I, or better than Jimmy. That's the thing. I, Jimmy seems like he's gone, but if you can't bring him back, and Brock Purdy isn't ready to go, and Trey Lance isn't ready to go because he hasn't played that much, like, are you? The Niners keep saying they're in a Super Bowl window. This is a special group. Are you going to squander another year of this because you couldn't figure out an answer at the quarterback position, or your answer was just like hoping and wishing and praying? Hoping. Can I tell you something about? Well, you're just going to say and the wishing. song. 
and pray it. Yeah, go ahead. Dusty, that's Dusty Springfield. Yeah, that's that's the Niners. Dusty Springfield. Hoping <laughs> and wishing and praying. That's them. That was a really go good ahead. song. Do you want to yeah. sing the whole song for me? No, I don't. That's the only words okay. I know. Silly song. <laughs> I, <it> was... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got the giggles. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry, if sorry. This, if this was national TV, we'd be screwed, right? Canceled. Uh-oh. Oh. Hold on. You, you, you went out for Can't about five me? seconds, but now you're back. You're back. It was, a, it was an internet glitch. What, what were you saying about if we were on national television? Like what did you skip. just say? You do you think they get the Oh, I think they do get the giggles. But I think you, your internet is kind of glitching right now. Let's take a minute. Hold on, Dad. Are you there? I don't know why. I got good internet. It happens yeah, sometimes. Okay. All right. I think it's good. It, sometimes you, you, okay. it happens. Oh, now so I'm nervous. Now you're good. You're good. You look, I, think, I think it fixed itself. So we don't. Oh, the, the last thing I wanted to say about this, what kind of quarterback the Niners need. It's not a question that they will get the answer to on Friday. I think I mentioned that earlier. But it, they, whatever timeline they think they're going to get, it's not hard and fast. They have to make a decision this offseason without having all the information. And they have to protect themselves. And there's no excuse like, oh, well, you know, Brock's injury was worse than we thought. Tough. Figure it out yeah. at quarterback. And I don't want to hear excuses down the line. I, oh, here's what else I wanted to say. You know how they talk about this is the window? I think the window's getting smaller. It used to be a big plate glass window overlooking the whole bay. You know what I mean? Now it's one of those little bathroom windows. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The little bathroom windows that you push it up a little bit and you can't sneak out. I think you can't keep saying this is our window. Eventually windows don't exist anymore or they shut. You paint them and you can't get them up. So they ought to really figure this quarterback thing out pretty fast. Now, we have some suggestions. Um, well, I, the next question is, are they handling the quarterback position well? Hell no. Uh, could you give some reasons why? Well, it seems to me like ever since Kyle Shanahan's got here, he's never really been all in with a quarterback. And here we are in year seven, and it's still like, well, who's your quarterback? Well, we have two. What do you mean you have to pick one go all in with one quarterback at some point like they had no quarterback at first then they brought in Jimmy Garoppolo and it seemed like Kyle Shanahan was over like was didn't like him immediately and they but they held on to him for five years and then they brought in Trey Lance but they didn't give him a chance it just seems like they're always kind of, he Kyle is always kind of riding the fence waffling back and forth and if he would just pick a quarterback and say this is my guy I think people would be happy, but last year he tried to. For, he acted like he was with Trey, and then he brought back Jimmy. It's like, well, there you go again. You're riding the fence. Like, if you could just pick one, that would be great. Until he does, he's. How can you really say you have a Super Bowl window if you haven't picked a quarterback? See, Iggy, that's why I would fire Kyle Shanahan. I would. I he's said playing a while this game. Back, yeah, he. I think one thing a head coach needs to do is have a quarterback. Pick a quarterback. I mean, I, you know, it's it's not like the right guard. I mean, the right guards are important, but not as important as the quarterback. And he doesn't even really have a right guard either. But I, I would fire him because he can't get a quarterback. I would bring in someone who can get a quarterback. It was so funny to me about Kyle. I, this conversation's version off, but I like it. 
he's an offensive coach, but he, he's now in year seven. This, he hired the general manager. This is his team. He is building a defensive team. He wants to win with defense. He wants to have the best defense in the league. And it's like his offense is the problem. He can't find a quarterback. That's the problem. It's almost like Tony Dungy in, in Tampa, although Tony was, was a defensive coach, but couldn't get the quarterback position figured out, had a really good team built. John Lynch was there. Warren Sapp was there. Ultimately, he wasn't the guy to seal the deal, to take him over the top. They fired him, brought in John Gruden, who's not a great coach either, but he won. He figured out the offense. He figured out the quarterback position. He won. Tony Dungy went and inherited Peyton Manning and won over there. But I feel like Kyle's looking like Tony Dungy right now. Tampa Tony. <laughs> Tampa Tony. Tampa Tony. I agree. And I apologize because I know there are a lot, a lot, a lot of Niner fans watching. I am down on Kyle Shanahan. I am down on him vis-a-vis quarterbacks because, one, he hasn't gotten one in seven years. Two, whenever he gets one, he gets some hurt. Um, yeah. So I think he's bad. He is a bad quarterback head coach. I know he doesn't coach him. He's got the other guy who coach, who does the hands-on coaching. But he's responsible. And I don't like what he does. If I were running the team, and thank God I'm not, I would really probably have replaced him a long time ago. You know, Yeah, and we're – oh, go ahead. I'm go saying, ahead. you know, the guy he used to be uh, at New Orleans, Sean Payton, I think he could do a better job with – I mean, he's not coming to the Niners. He would have gotten a quarterback. Right. And it seems like the handling of the quarterback position this offseason, the plan is Brock's going to be fine. At least that's what Kyle Shanahan says. John Lynch, you ask him, he's like, well, you know, we got to be in the market. You never know. The, the surgeon says it's individual. Kyle, after the season, he was asked straight up. He said, oh, no, he's going to be ready. He'll be ready. It's six months. He'll be fine in six months. It's like, man, Kyle, what world are you living on? No, here's the thing about Kyle that you don't know, but he's told me privately. You know, he's, got a, he's an MD. He's a yeah, doctor. Yeah, he knows. he knows. He went to Yale Medical School, and his, his field was elbows. No, no, really. I would, I would, I kid you. While everybody thought he was a football coach, he attended. He went. He was in New Haven, and he attended Yale Medical School, and he absolutely majored in elbows. So when he tells you that Brock's going to be okay, Iggy, you can take that to the bank. Well, that's one of the perks of being a genius is you can just pick up those uh, yeah. degrees in your spare time. Yeah. But that's how he's thinking, Dad. It's like, I don't need to think about contingency plans. Brock's going to be fine. Well, you don't know that. And if it doesn't work out that way, you're screwed this year. You have to be thinking bigger. Like the off, the head coach thinks, okay, what are, what are the array of outcomes that could happen this year? And how am I uh, protected in case some of the worst things happen? Offensive coordinators thinking, I'll have Brock. And if not, I'll have an excuse one way or another. I'm good. That's what he's thinking. And he's thinking that way. I'll have Brock. That's not handling the quarterback position well. You don't know what the hell you're going to have. You don't know when he's coming back, and you don't know what he's going to be like when he comes back. What if he comes back week one, and he has 60% of the arm that he had last year? What's the plan? All of a sudden, and here's the thing. Kyle, he's like, he, he soured on, on Tra uh, Jimmy Garoppolo after about eight games. He soured on Trey Lance after four. What if Brock Purdy comes back with less of an arm? Kyle, he's, it's totally in his personality to be like, you know what? I don't like Brock Purdy anymore. We need a new quarterback. And Jed says, okay, fine, let's get him a new quarterback. I'm going to put you on the spot. I started this segment saying the key question is, what do they need the quarterback for? Short term, game or two, half, long term, eight games or so. What do you think? 
Do they need a quarter? Which do they need? The short term or the long termer? Well, if I had traded up for Trey Lance, I would have committed to the process of developing him. But they didn't, and they botched it. And what they were thinking was um, by year three, which is now for him, he would have 20-something starts under his belt, and he'd be ready to lead a Super Bowl push because a, a rookie quarterback's never done it. Well, he's got four starts, and he's still essentially a rookie, and they can't look themselves in the eye and say, we're Super Bowl contenders with Trey Lance at quarterback. So they botched it. I mean, if they really want to win this year, they have to bring in someone better than Jimmy, better than Trey, better than Brock. And they're messing around. I don't see them doing – they're talking about Baker Mayfield. Are you kidding so me? Wait, so wait a minute. So you're saying – and by the way, if I, if I understand you correctly, I agree with you. They're not looking for a guy to play a half. They're looking for a guy who may have to play seven, eight games. They're looking, they're looking for, for a guy who can win the Super Bowl. That's the question. Yeah. Can you win the Super Bowl with Trey Lance this year? You can't say yes because you botched the first two years of his career and he's still essentially a rookie. Okay, well, can you win a rookie with Baker Mayfield? Fuck no. Okay, well, can you win a, uh, a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers? Okay, well, then I, why aren't you I talking think we'll to him? Come, we'll come back yeah. to Aaron Rodgers. Because Sala yeah. is. Robert Sala's yeah. talking to him today. Can you win a Super You got to go through that conversation. Can okay. I win a Super Bowl with X quarterback? So, Iggy. We got to make it clear. We're agreeing that probably not a. Th they don't need a third stringer. They need a potential first stringer. Yeah. Right. And if you can, if you can sign that guy, if you can draft that guy, fine. But you have to feel like he's really special, and he could, you could yeah. go somewhere with him now. Would you take okay. a flyer on Franklin on Franklin Clark? No, he's too expensive. Not a flyer either. He's a very expensive, excellent player. Not a flyer player. Let's keep going. So the Niners in the market for a quarterback, we don't know which kind yet. There's, and there's two tiers. There's the, like, the loser quarterbacks, the quarterbacks who've been starters, been given opportunities, and now are journeyman backups uh, hanging on to their career. And there's guys who have actually accomplished things in the NFL and won stuff. Let's start with the losers. Let's okay. list the best of the losers, um, guys that the now, Niners could probably sign for one year and bring in as a third stringer or something. Okay, so let's be real clear. We're going to go through a list of losers, but we don't see these losers as starters. We see them as third-string emergency quarterbacks that they couldn't do. They can't do what Jimmy, even Jimmy did last year, was to give them a good run. You would only want these guys for a game or two at the most. Okay, who are some of the significant losers? Oh, I mean, when you think of loser quarterbacks, you got to think of Baker Mayfield. That's the first guy that comes to mind. I mean, just from the face to the commercials to the way he's played and the way he's conducted himself, big loser. But he was uh, a number one pick, and I, the Niners have been linked to him from Albert Breer through uh, via Sports Illustrated. So Baker Mayfield, start there. Albert Breer does good work. Oh, he does. So does Sports Illustrated. Yeah, they, they both do They're, very good work. They do. Um, okay, Baker Mayfield, again, if you needed him for a half a game – two games uh i would say of the losers he might be the best loser yeah oh yeah he, he's a good loser he's a good i loser. like the way he loses when he loses um <laughs> if i were if from the niners perspective and they don't think this way but if you're going after loser quarterbacks why not go after a loser quarterback who's played well against you you've seen in person gave you problems and that's right marcus Mariota. Is whenever the Niners have trouble against loser quarterbacks, it's guys who run, and you'd think the Niners would bring in some of those guys so they don't have to face them. If you bring in Mariota, you don't have to face. What if the the, the, 
The Seahawks got, what if the Cardinals get Marcus Mariota? That's two games you could lose next year because you can't keep a quarterback in the pocket. I would bring in someone like that because, you know, he's a, he's a mobile loser. Okay. I actually think more of Mariota than you do. I would have put him in the better quarterback category, but That's I'll fair. put him at the, I'll put he's him been on a few of, teams. He's been on a few teams at this point. He's kind of bouncing around. Okay. I yeah. actually like Mariota for the Niners. And Me I too. like to see him competing with the other two unknowns. I do. Now, I'm not putting down Brock Purdy. I really liked him last season. I kind of loved him. But we don't know if he exists anymore. And right. nor do the Niners. That's a good Let's, way to put it. Yeah. Exists. Yeah. 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 I mean, if he were the quarterback he was before he got hurt, Boy, I would say this is a team that can really compete and maybe even win a Super Bowl, but I'm not sure who he is. So I like Mariota at the top of the losers, and I'm going to put losers in quotes with him. One more thing with with, with Purdy, like he didn't have a strong arm to begin with, and it's almost – it's a – it's optimistic to think he's going to regain 100% of the arm strength he had before. So, again, what's he going to look like after this? Right, and he's not going to have more arm strength. No. He's probably going to have less. How much less? And is it a problem? Yeah. 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 Sorry. Let's, let's name some other standard losers. losers. Oh, there's Carson Wentz, the king of the losers. Boy, people seem to not like him from coaches to teammates to whatever. But he's always hanging around. Okay. I would say Ixnay on Wentz. Oh, he's no your way. favorite guy, Matt Ryan. He'll be around. Oh, God. Let's talk about Matty Cool. Oh. Iggy, what does Matty Cool mean? Cool it's supposed thing. to mean that he's like cool under pressure. Yeah, because when he's on his on his tush on the ground after he got sacked for the tenth time in that game, he's cool. Yeah, you know Kyle Shanahan takes a lot of uh, heat for losing that Super Bowl. Well, Matty Ice, man, dude, you had a twenty-eight to three lead and you took sack after sack after sack because you're the slowest quarterback ever. I wish Bill Walsh could have seen him play. Oi. Uh, Oi. I would say, and also what kills me about Matty Ice. And I say ice with irony. Yeah. Whenever he gets sacked and he gets up, he has a look of moral outrage on his, on his yeah. face. Yeah, like how could you let like- me down? <laughs> how could you do this to me? Dude, you could run. You could move. No, you can't move or make a quick yeah. decision. So I would say uh, if the Niners are really desperate, and they may be, and they need a, a loser yeah. to actually be able to take snaps and throw little short passes – and wing one every once in a while and get sacked a lot, they could go for Matty Ice. But he here's, sucks. Here's who I expect they'll sign, though. Andy Dalton. And here's why. Because they faced him last year, and they shut him out. So naturally, they'll give him money. Because I don't understand what the... They beat Mariota. Mariota beat them. He put up 20 points, was the offensive player of the week. They're not interested. They shut out Andy Dalton. That's the guy for them. That's how they think. He, okay, I got to ask you a question. Yeah. Andy Dalton and Matty Ice... Who sucks worse? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. What has he ever done in his entire life? Matt Ryan at least had a was an MVP one time. Andy Dalton at best was mediocre for a couple years. Other other than that, he sucked. I would have to say. Andy Dalton. Okay. Just the check down king of all time. (laughs) Down king. I mean, the check down king of all time, yes. Check down Charlie. Andy. Check down, Charlie. Okay. Are there any other significant losers that we haven't... Uh, significant losers. I like the concept. Give credit. Mm. Oh, Jacoby Brissett. 
Although he's kind of fringe, like he's not necessarily a loser. He's a guy who hasn't been, who's might have graduated beyond where the 49ers are looking. I, I don't know if if the, I don't know about Jacoby Brissett. Like he's too good to be quarterback three, but are the Niners going to win a Super Bowl with Jacoby Brissett? I don't know about that either. I don't know. Okay, and is he's know. too expensive for a third string? I guess. I think so. I don't think he'd be interested in it. He's been start. He started last year a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Meh. Meh. Not a, he's slow. He's another guy who's another quarterback who's slow to me. No upline, no O line upgrade. We'll need multiple quarterbacks. Well, we're going to try to get the Niners as many quarterbacks as possible. Niners daddy says, reach the end of Kyle and how he ruined the quarterback position. I'm convinced at this point he would have ruined Mahomes or Josh Allen. He can't develop a quarterback. I agree. Him and his I dad agree. have gone through dozens of quarterbacks since John Elway retired. All right. So we talked about the loser quarterback. Let's talk about the legit quarterbacks. First of all, a lot of people were saying that, hey, you know, maybe the Niners can convince Tom Brady to come out of retirement. Well, an hour ago, he went on Twitter and wrote that anyone who thinks he's coming out of retirement has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. So that seems to indicate that he's not coming back and he's committed to actually being a father. But he could always change his mind. To being a father to the daughter or the kitten? Good question. That's a good question. Because the way it's phrased, it sounds like he's going to be a father to the kitten. It does, and it seems like the kitten is the really the one holding him back from playing again. <laughs> Maybe the <laughs> Niners will have to <laughs> negotiate with the kitten. <laughs> Turn, <you know. laughs> season tickets. John Lynch yeah. and Kyle Shanahan are going to have to go over to Shea Brady yeah. and talk to that kitten. We need the kitten on the sideline during games. <laughs> We need an office for the kitten. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And those little carriers, a kitten carrier. (laughs) Yes. So I don't know. Do you think it's not exactly, he didn't exactly say I'm not coming back, but he did say I have a a kitten right now. He said he has a kitten. And it seems like he wants attention too. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. If, okay, I want to be really clear because I'm giggling today, which is nice. During the season when Brock Purdy was so wonderful, I tweeted that, Forget Tom Brady. Forget him. Right. Um, I've kind of um, softened that position because I'm not so sure about Brock Purdy right now. Right. So I would say if they could convince the kid to let Tom play another year. <laughs> I, I've heard that the kitten's taking a hard line on this one, though. <laughs> I heard, Dad, that there's no talking to this kitten on this issue. <laughs> What's the kitten? <laughs> will not respond to text messages. It's being very incommunicative. It just won't respond. So I'm thinking it's possible that Brady won't come back and that the Niners will have to settle for maybe Aaron Rodgers. Now, can we talk okay. about Rodgers for a second? Because I think it's interesting that while the Niners are convinced that Brock Purdy is the answer, Robert Sala is sitting down with Aaron Rodgers right now. Right now, right now. Isn't that interesting? I think it is. I think it is too because we know that Salah is a very smart guy. He yes. actually has a he has a fairly good fairly good team. He wants to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's the thing: I heard that Rogers is allergic to kittens. That's the thing, which is why the Jets are interested in him. One yes. more the, the thing about the Jets is they're actually a, a really good team. They had the fourth ranked defense last year. They have good players on offense. They're like the Niners. They need a quarterback. And Kyle has, uh, Jed has allowed Kyle to mess around and not figure this out for seven years. They don't do business like that on the East Coast. And I think Salah's 
probably feeling if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, he's out. So he's not messing around. Kyle's messing around. And I, I think it's interesting that maybe, you know, if you wanted Aaron Rodgers, could you get you could call him. You could make a call. Okay, Iggy, if you were running the Niners, would you make the call to Aaron Rodgers? You have to. You yeah. have to. It's not even like should you. It's like you owe it to the whole organization. You have to make the yes. call. It's there's not even a decision here. Yes. And the thing is, Niner fans probably there's some it probably split in the chat right now. Do it, don't do it. If the Niners actually got Aaron Rodgers tomorrow, do you understand what the response would be locally? I mean, there, there would be parades. It would be the greatest day. It would be a national. Ho- it would be a local holiday if it happened. So fans would be happy, and t- they would the Niners would actually be the favorite to win the Super Bowl or at least win the NFC. I agree. In fact. Sports fans in the Bay Area, it would galvanize the whole Bay Area. Oh, my God. The, yes. The guy pl- played at Cal, and he's from Northern California. Now, look, I understood that a few weeks ago he spent some time in a dark room to make his decision. Yeah. He, he did, still hasn't right? made up his mind, though. He still hasn't made up his mind, though. He is such— They can, they can give him a dark room. Yeah, he can get the dark room. In fact, I have a dark room in my house. Right. Tom, you can have, you can have as many kittens it's as you want. It's not Tom. It's uh, Aaron. No, I'm saying Tom can have the kittens and Aaron can have the dark room, whatever they need. I'll, I have a whole downstairs. We can put Tom over here with the kitten yeah. and Aaron over here with the dark room, and I can leave food outside their door. Food <laughs> yes. for the kitten and food for Tom and food like for Aaron in the dark room. He would be in the dark like room. That. And they can work it out. Iggy, are these the two biggest prima donnas? Oh, absolutely. And it's like they're, they're reaching the end of their fame. And they're going out just like Brett Favre went out. Remember Brett Favre yeah. when he reached the end and he couldn't let it go? And he was like, I'm retired. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm coming back. And it was like, <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. Go away, Brett. That's sort of how it's starting to feel. But anyway, if the Niners could, could really get either Aaron Rodgers or the Kitten Man, it would galvanize the whole Bay Area sports community. Also, be let's be honest about the Shanahan's. They're never going to develop a young quarterback, ever. If they're ever going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be inheriting some veteran who's a Hall of Famer. That's the only That's right. way Mike or a Kyle is ever going to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. Yeah, That's I agree with you. They, yes. they've, they've, forget Mike, but Kyle has had any number of opportunities any, uh, to develop a quarterback or draft one, Mahomes, and he's blown it every time. He, every time, Kyle and his dad are are drawn to mediocre quarterbacks. They want Bob Greasy, you know. Bill wanted Steve Young. Kyle wants, I mean, his dad wanted Brian Greasy. Drafted Brian Greasy. Started Jake Plummer. I mean, mediocrities. No offense to Jake Plummer. Kyle didn't want. I mean, the list goes on and on. But Patrick Mahomes, like too too talented for for Kyle's offense. He's just too gifted, and that's. A big problem with those two guys. So, yeah, if he can get Aaron Rodgers, that's the only way it's ever going to work for Kyle Shanahan. If he gets Aaron Rodgers, I would take the Niners seriously as a Super Bowl contender. But if they're going in here with a couple of guys who have 12 career starts combined, I'm thinking, yeah, they'll probably make it very far this year, but not far enough. Okay, Iggy, this is a serious question. We put at the top of our winners, we put Aaron Rodgers, and at the top of our losers, I put Matty Ice. Why right now is Rodgers a better quarterback than Matty Ice? Give me two or three particulars. Because um, Matty Ice sucks. <laughs> he, he, got benched, he got benched multiple times last year. He was awful. He really sucks. He can't move at all. Rodgers doesn't suck. I mean, he's not as good as he was a few years ago, but if you put him on this team, 
he probably would win the or he'd be in the MVP conversation. I mean, yeah. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Not the greatest, and he has some problems and but come on, are you kidding? He's and great. with those weapons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes. It would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And of you fun. know what? Um as a observer, not a fan, as an observer, if they got Aaron Rodgers, boy, it would be interesting. It would be very interesting. And you know what else would be interesting? First of all, I think he would really go far with that with that team and bring the team far. It would be so interesting to see his interaction with Kyle Shanahan. Oh, my God. I think, Iggy, he would threaten Kyle Shanahan. Do you agree? Absolutely. Yes, he would threaten him. I mean, he would come in and say, this is what I want to do with the offense, and Kyle would have to back down. Yeah. But here's the thing. The title of our show is called What the Niners Should Slash Will Do at Quarterback. So we both say, look, you can't go wrong with Aaron Rodgers. The whole, every, all, every fan would get behind it, and it would actually make the Niners legit Super Bowl contenders. You know, I know, everyone knows, they're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. They're okay. not even going to look into it. Because, again, Kyle is the star. And bringing in Aaron Rodgers would make him the star. Kyle would have to take a back seat, let Aaron Rodgers have big-time input on the offense, let him make audibles and, and all that stuff that's not going to happen. The Niners are going to sign... Andy Dalton, Dad. They're not going to. They're not going to bring in. They don't have that. No, they're going to sign Andy Dalton. It's not going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. That's what I think. Let's name some other good quarterbacks that they might be able to take. Well, they would ha getting Aaron Rodgers would be tricky. There are guys who could get cut. You could just sign outright that are still pretty good. Like Ryan Tannehill hasn't gotten cut yet, but if he does get cut, I mean. I think he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's been in a similar system, and he could do play action. And what do you think of Ryan? I love him. Iggy, mm -hmm. I think if they got Ryan Tannehill, he could challenge the other two guys for the number one spot if Kyle would let it play out. I think he could take them pretty far. And certainly, I would see him not as a third stringer, but as a, um, a, a potential starter if the other two guys don't work out, I think getting Ryan Tannehill would be a brilliant move and realistic. Yeah, getting Ryan Tannehill would be interesting. He might have the kind of effect on the 49ers that Stafford had on the Rams a couple of years ago. I don't know if he's quite as good as Matthew Stafford, but he might be close. He might be. Um, the only thing with him is, again, I get pessimistic with the Niners, but it's like, that's just another quarterback that would get hurt on this team. 34, 35 years old, got hurt the last couple of years. Niners can't protect anyone. But still, like, you got to go after someone, and it's not his fault. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I would be surprised if they do it because Kyle's in la-la land right now where Brock Purdy's going to be back week one 100%. But I, you could argue that they could win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill, and they owe it to their team and the franchise to call him up and see what he would um, be interested, what he would sign for. Iggy, I have a hypothetical for you. Compare who's better, Tannehill or Brock Purdy before he got hurt. Tannehill's a better arm than Brock Purdy. Tannehill yeah. has a pretty powerful arm, and he's bigger than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, what I liked about him was how he could run around and how he could sort of keep plays alive. That was really special. Uh, but if you're looking for just a quarterback to drop back, play action, stand tall, and fire the ball over the middle, it's Tannehill. It's not even close. I agree. Yeah. I think close. he'd be wonderful for the 49ers. I do. Yeah. The only thing Brock does better than Tannehill is move. I like the way Brock moves, but, you know, 
then I, I don't know. That's it. That's the only thing. I also like, hold on, his temperament, Brock, and his precision. He's very accurate with his passes in, sure. in a restricted area. In a restricted he throws very area. short passes, yes. But yes. Yes. But yeah. what he does, I, I, I loved watching him work. Having said that, I think for a year, while these other, while they work out the Niners what to do with these two other quarterbacks, Tannehill might be a great option for them. All right, so let's say the Niners do something like sign Ryan Tannehill. If that were the case, what would they do with Trey Lance? Would they just well, what should they do with Trey Lance? Should they just keep him on the bench indefinitely, um, or should they let him continue his career somewhere else and sort of let him go because he's in limbo right now? Okay. Um, I would not let him go for two reasons. First, how much they invested in him. Right. Second, he might really be good. Yeah. So here's what I would, if again, if I were running the team, here's what I would do. I would have a list of priorities. Mm-hmm. Assuming each of the quarterbacks, and I'm putting Tannehill in the mix, okay? That's totally hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um assuming that Trey Lance and Brock Purdy are completely healthy and Brock Purdy has the same arm he had last season, I would have Brock Purdy as my starter. I would bring in Trey Lance for selected packages that he can do and the other kid can't do. He needs to be on the goddamn field. That's interesting. I like that. And they, they flirted with this idea last two years ago. Do it yes. now. Two quarterbacks. Do I it like now. That. I like that. He should he should have playing time in every game. He should like throw that. passes. He should run, not up the middle. And the way Bill Walsh brought Joe along, I I would do that. I would have Tannehill sitting, and if it bruises his ego, tough tough. They're paying him. We're paying then you. When, yeah, you're paying him. Then when yeah. Brock Purdy gets hurt, assuming he does well, but he'll get hurt. They all get hurt. Then I would make Trey the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then. If he does what if he doesn't do well or gets hurt, that's when Tannehill comes in. What do you yeah. think? I mean, I think that would be the best move for the 49ers, but I don't know how realistic it is that the Niners are going to get someone like Tannehill or even even Baker Mayfield to sign up for that and say, you know what, we'll give you some guaranteed money. Um, but you're gonna be our third string quarterback. And if these two guys are healthy, you're gonna be inactive on game days. Some guys might say, you know what? Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not coming here. I'm not gonna sign here to wait around. In which case, the Niners are in a really tough spot. What do you want to do? Do you want to go sign Ryan Tannehill and trade Trey Lance, or do you want to draft another quarterback and, and go at it with three rookies? You did have success with a rookie last year. I mean, some tough questions for the Niners to answer here. Yeah, I, I, which maybe Andy Dalton land. I hate, forget Andy Dalton land. No, absolutely. I would rather draft a quarterback. The way I look at it is... What I'm saying why is bring, they might do that. I know. Because they might go for the loser. Why bring in a loser when you could draft a guy who might be a winner? You know Andy Dalton's a loser. You know he's a freaking loser. But you, you might get lucky with the next Brock Purdy. Yeah. I understand. And you'd have this rookie as your number three quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he'd be okay being the number three quarterback. He'd have no, cho- he'd have no choice. And what you can yeah. see is you, there's a lot of these... Quarterbacks coming from college who are experienced, who started three, four years, who threw a lot of passes, and they haven't been in the NFL before, but you put them on a team like the Niners and they can do the basics, and all of a sudden all you do is check it down to Christian McCaffrey. It's a good play. Okay. Let yeah. me ask you this. If they get unnamed rookie 
and he's the third quarterback, and, he, and sometimes he's inactive on game days, and he lives with it. What happens to the quarterback position then? What happens with the other two guys? Then the, you, you do what, what you said, which is uh, use them both to have a two-quarterback system and then eventually transition to Trey Lance if Brock Purdy gets hurt. But again, if that's what the Niners do this year, you can't really say that they're favorites to win the Super Bowl. You can't. No, because you they can. have two untested guys. Yeah, and they don't, they're not in a Super Bowl window either. They're like they're developing young quarterbacks. That's what they're doing. Because don't tell me how good your team is. In the NFL, your team is your quarterback. And what the Niners team is is two young quarterbacks who are coming off injuries. That's your team. Right. So That's again, it. a lot of people say, well, Grant and Lowell, how come you don't have answers for the quarterback situation? I don't know. We didn't put the Niners the in the situation. We didn't do it. They yeah. got themselves in a pickle, and they, they are in a this. pickle. Yeah. They created this uh, the last two years. Sorry. Oh, well. And you Go know, get Aaron Rodgers. He'll fix everything. <laughs> it'll, it'll make it, it would sure make it interesting. What a story yeah. and what a talent even now. But, I, you know, again, I come back to John Lynch. He, he, pre- he presents himself as so relentlessly optimistic, and it, he may be that kind of person. But I, I feel it's almost like paper mache. It's, yeah. There's... There's no substance, not to him. There is substance to John, but not to this position. Uh, oh, of he's re- not expressing re- any uh, uh, confidence about this position publicly. He's like, yeah, you know, Brock, we'll see, and Trey, yeah. That, I mean, that's doesn't have much to say here. No, that's not a that's not a good position. And Iggy, finally, you get the feeling Kyle will make the decision on quarterbacks, not John Lynch. Right, and that doesn't necessarily um, produce confidence. That Kyle's going to make this decision? No, it, it for me it, it it produces lack of confidence. It already seems like he has made his decision. His decision is Brock Purdy's going to be healthy because he said so. Uh, Brock Purdy's going to be healthy because he said so. Okay, Kyle. All right, man. I don't know what reality you're in, but what if that's not the case and you don't know? Now, if Brock Purdy is healthy, they're a very good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they for sure. Are. Yep, they are. That's one but outcome. There's a big question mark over there over their building. And we also know that the 49ers don't seem to take the first month of the season that seriously. So maybe they're thinking, hey, you know, even if he misses the first two, three weeks, who cares? What Kyle could be thinking is, you know what? Brock could miss the first month. I'll start Trey. If he plays well, I'll trade him. Brock will come back. Then I can trade Trey. Then people will be like, hey, maybe there's something there. That's what he could be thinking. Or maybe yeah. he really wants two starting quarterbacks. You know, Iggy, it's very interesting. In the old days, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the old days when I was doing it. If I wanted to know about the 49ers quarterback situation, I would say, I would call up Bill Walsh's office. I wouldn't even go through the PR guy and speak to the assistant and say, I want to talk to Bill about quarterbacks. Would he have time later today? Yes, Lowell, please come up at, uh, you know, 4.30. We'd close the door. There would be no PR schmuck there to, to monitor our conversation. And we would say, Bill, this is off the record. He'd tell me the whole deal. Um, same with Seifert. Same even with Mariucci. Iggy, those days are over. I remember one time... It was lunchtime, and I went up. Have you ever been in that office? It's a hell of a nice office. <laughs> um, it's big. It has a couch. It's really nice. And Seifert is a very simple guy. 
So he had a cup of noodles. And he was sitting at his desk. And you know how you pour the hot water in the cup of noodles and it's and you, styrofoam? Yeah. It's just, yeah. And, and I was looking. And here's the 49ers coach. He was probably making a lot of money. And he was a very kind of erudite man. And he's eating a cup of noodles. And we're talking about his whole goddamn team. And I, I thought, like cup of noodles. <laughs> you know, I like I cup like, of noodles. You do? Yeah, I, yeah. Yes, I had cup of noodles last night. I love cup of noodles. You had cup of noodles last night? Yeah, me and Swasti split one. It was just phenomenal. It's a good little snack. It's good. I like cup of noodles. Ramen. Well, there you go. And he was eating a cup of noodles. And, you know, Mm -hmm. can I tell you something? You think of these guys as otherworldly. You know what I mean? He's eating a cup of noodles. And one time I remember um, Bill Walsh and I were driving somewhere. And we were in East Palo Alto, and he needed – he went to a Chevron station to get – he needed gas. But – it, I, I guess it wasn't pump your own, or he had to go to the window to p- to pay. And I thought, wow, Bill Walsh should go to the window, and everybody will mob him. And yeah. he was, I remember he was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. It was a warm day. I said, Bill, if you don't want to be bothered, I'll go. I'll go pay. You know, I'll handle the paying. He goes, no, no, it, it's okay. And he went, no one knew who the hell he was. And he was just a guy buying gas. And I, I had this because in the world of football, he's famous. Over yeah. there at the corner in East Palo Alto. Who the hell knew him? So I got a cup of noodles and I got That's buying funny. some gas. That's something to remember. Football is huge in America and it's the biggest sport by far. But really, there are no celebrities in the in the league. You take a, a coach or the biggest quarterback and take him out of America, put him in Spain. I mean, it's just a guy walking down the street. You think Patrick Mahomes? They probably leave him the hell alone in Mallorca. But you take one of those one of those soccer players and put him out here. I mean, those are legit. Or, or you take Stephen Curry and put him out there. He's a legit star. I don't know why the NFL can't. They used to have stars. I mean, Steve Young, Deion Sanders, Jerry Rice. They or were LeBron stars. James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Anywhere James. in the world. Anywhere in the world. So, one thing you said, so Bill would explain, they wouldn't want this to be a mystery. Now I think Kyle does want it to be a mystery. And I think it's a fundamental difference in the eras. Like, I think Bill was not trying to necessarily have a straight-up adversarial relationship with you, trying to make you look stupid. I think he was trying to get you on his side and make you look smart and informed. Whereas Kyle Shanahan, I think, wants to make writers look stupid. Oh, you thought I was going to do this? You thought I felt this way? Well, in your freaking face. It was like, you don't even know what you're doing. Iggy, that's a very perceptive insight, and I hadn't thought of it. Bill was not antagonistic he 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 didn't want us to look stupid but he also wanted us to make him look smart of course so he'd give us background information so we would be on his side and create the 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 mythology of the genius and he was a genius at using media and and so so now he's he's constructing the public narrative because he's talking to you about it whereas kyle's letting people do it on their own and and letting people flounder and he's like, ha ha, you don't know. Ha ha, you don't know. Like, okay, help us out, dude. You don't seem to know. Iggy, I had so much access to Bill Walsh yeah. and George Seifert. It was unbelievable how often I talked to them off the record. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so I understand what you're saying. Kyle has a different attitude. And this would you say there's certain smugness there? His best, yes. His best friend is Chris Sims, who's in the media, who is saying... Yelling that the Niners were going to draft Mac Jones. Wrong. Call your friend. Oh, but he won't tell you anything, right? He won't even let he won't even let you not be wrong in public. Okay, well, that's Kyle. But if he were more media savvy, smarter about it, probably P. 
people, maybe people like you and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be saying fire his ass, although I happen to think I would be. But yeah. um, maybe more people would be on his side. I don't know. Yeah, we wouldn't be saying, what the hell are the Niners going to do at quarterback? We'd be saying, look, they have a plan. I kind of trust in their plan. It sounds like their plan right now is to sign Andy Dalton. That's not a plan. You cannot win a, a, a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton. And if you think you can, then that's the problem with you, Kyle. That is your entire problem, is the fact that you think you can win Super Bowls with quarterbacks that you can't win Super Bowls with. <laughs> that's your problem. And your dad's problem, too. Andy Reid, I'll keep coming back to it, but after the Super Bowl, Steve Young was interviewing Andy Reid, and he was like one of those, what'd you learn about, what'd you learn from this experience? And Andy Reid said, you know, I matter, coaches matter, but most of all, you need one of you. And he pointed to Steve, and Steve started blushing. You never hear Kyle say stuff like that about a quarterback, ever. Wow. Wow. It's you about the quarterback, not the coach. You need one of you. Where Kyle's, he's trying to prove that you don't. You don't need one of Steve. You, I, think, I think Mike's not in the Hall of Fame, okay? His dad is not in the Hall of Fame. And if they're sitting around hanging, why? Are they, why is he not? Well, John Elway gets all the credit. When, when I'm think, Mike thinks, well, it was me and Terrell Davis that, that, that figured it out. No, but John gets all the credit. So I think the Shanahan's are very sensitive to the quarterback overshadowing them. And they spent the last 25 years trying to overshadow their quarterbacks. And where has it gotten them? Hmm. I That's love what it. I think. But I'm not I a therapist. I don't know. You're not? Not. My wife is, though, so I think I'm qualified. Matt Flores says, we have been plugging holes on this team for years. What good is patching the hole or fixing the stern if Captain Kyle keeps steering into icebergs? Well, that's what my dad's saying. Captain Kyle? Captain. I like that. Captain Kyle? Elias Soto says, what, uh, what can't Niners afford if they sign Rodgers? Well, they can't afford a lot of things. But quarterback's the most important thing. You figure it out after that, Right. Like maybe you I can't have the, the most important, the, the highest paid fullback in the league. Oh well. Thank you, Kyle. You check for your contributions. What about Matt Ryan as a backup quarterback? Are you kidding? Did, did you just tune in? But Dad, he could be a coach on the field. Okay, let's talk. I know you mentioned it briefly. There is no such thing as a coach in the field. That yeah. is the biggest bullshit line that you can hear. <laughs> yeah. Iggy, they got coaches. Yeah. They pay for coaches. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a coach on the field, you need to retire. I mean, isn't that essentially what Brian Greasy does? Like, Brian Greasy's never coached mechanics. He's there to be a mentor. I was an NFL quarterback. Here's how you sort of navigate the pressures of the life. That's his job to be a coach on the sideline. No, they don't need Matt Ryan to do that. No. Brian Greasy already does that. RMJ Motoring says, "Best show of the week, you and your pops. Your pop is the best. What about me? No, he is the best. Any consideration of XFL quarterbacks? How's the stinger?" I, I like the idea of looking at not just college quarterbacks. Bill Walsh did that. He was looking at um, – he, he found Jeff Garcia from the Canadian Football League. Yeah, absolutely. He had seen Jeff play at San Jose. True. Uh, they played in 1992. They played uh, and they beat San Jose. But he watched Garcia and he liked him. And Mariucci didn't like him when it was – Bill was – the president, I don't know what his title was, but he wasn't coaching. Mariucci, Bill said, I want to bring in, Bill brought in Garcia. Yeah. Mariucci was completely not interested until, I guess, Bill gave him a push in the right direction. Garcia was a hell of a quarterback, Iggy. Garcia was a hell of a quarterback. He really hell was. Hell of a quarterback. Uh, how's the stinger? It's doing great. 
stinging it up. Uh, Miguel, I'm tired of how John and Kyle have messed around with the quarterback, and I will never forgive them for making us go a year with Brian Hoyer as quarterback one. What a joke. Yeah, in bad. retrospect, you get a six-year contract, and your first move is to get rid of the quarterback and bring in Brian Hoyer and not draft any quarterback. Like, what was that? What a, what a false start to a tenure. Yeah. You know? Um, Miguel got you, and that's it. That's the whole show we got. A quick one today was that the whole show that was the whole show yeah that was a good one though i thought we did good it was it was action-packed i was on the edge of my seat the whole time <laughs> okay um yeah sometimes short and sweet is okay i think sometimes especially right before free agency next week we'll have some some stuff to talk about uh, when is free agency next week ish next week ish yeah, but by next Tuesday when we talk, there'll be free agents. I think there's going to be some stuff to talk about next week. He's making fun of how I talk. You heard that? What right? are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, all right, Dad. I okay, love you, Iggy. I love you, Iggy. I love doing this. A high point in my week. High point in my week too. I will call you, and we'll okay. talk. See you. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs>